we have a few things going on just this week. Uh, today, my resolution to call for uh, the end of any kind of discussion of carbon tax is going to be on the floor. We lay out why a carbon tax would be bad for the economy, what it would do uh, to devastate our manufacturing base even further. And, and believe me, there's still a lot of people talking about this idea of a carbon tax. The, uh, the issue doesn't go away, but we, uh, we want to lay down a strong marker today that it's a bad thing to hurt uh, lower income families the most, but uh, we're going to have a vote on it today. We're also going to be passing two more appropriations bills today, and we are quietly moving through the appropriations process. Uh, the two-year budget deal really gave us the ability to start having real movement on appropriations bills this year that we weren't able to get last year. Of course, we passed all 12 of our appropriations bills last year, but the Senate didn't pass one, and that's because we were at odds over what the spending levels were going to be. And everybody knew it was going to come to a head. It had to be resolved. Uh, we wanted to rebuild our defense. Our nation's defense had fallen into disrepair in so many ways. Uh, you know, when I point this stat out, it, it shocks me every time I say it. A lot of people still hadn't heard about it. But last year, we lost by a three-to-one margin. We lost more men and women in uniform to training deaths than we did to combat deaths by a three-to-one margin. Planes were falling out of the sky, and it was almost like every other week you would read about another one of those tragedies, and, and it was happening for a reason. Our military uh, really had been depleted. Uh, they couldn't even procure basic parts for airplanes. They were harvesting planes. If you had five planes at a battalion, you could use four of them, and the fifth one was being used literally to harvest parts, and, uh, and it wasn't working, and, uh, and that's not how we're supposed to run the United States military. And so we knew we had to resolve it. The only way to resolve it was by increasing the defense side. But if you were going to increase defense, we had passed bill after bill just to increase defense. And it wasn't passing the Senate. It was never going to pass the Senate. And we knew what we had to do. We had to get a, a budget deal where you had both an increase in defense and non-defense discretionary spending. And on the non-defense discretionary side, at least we were able to get away from this idea that it had to be dollar for dollar, which was important. But if you look at where those increased dollars are going, it's going to our priorities, uh, not to the old liberal priorities of, I mean, you could just look at the interior probes bill today. With the new levels of spending, uh, interior probes and financial services probes are flatlined. They're at the same levels that they were uh, current year. And EPA's budget is going down. EPA's staffing is going down. We continue to right the ship of the EPA, where under the Obama administration, they would increase the size of these federal agencies. It was not about stimulus. It was about growing the size of the federal government, uh, and especially in a way that was hurting American manufacturing. So we're reversing that. That will continue today with financial services approach, which has a lot of really good regulations. CFPB comes under congressional oversight. Uh, with the changes we're making today on the interior side, we continue. I was with Secretary Zinke yesterday. Great former House member, a lot of great former House members over there. How about our Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, a former Energy and Commerce Committee member, uh, with me? But um, Zinke and I are working on some things dealing with energy dominance, something that America uh, truly is embarking on. I mean, if you look at where we are right now in American energy, it's revolutionary. We lifted the ban on oil exports a few years ago, and now you're seeing uh, even more energy exports. Uh, you're looking at this LNG revolution where we have more and more LNG facilities coming online. We've seen it 
South Louisiana, you're seeing LNG exports to a lot of our allies around the world. We want to continue that. Uh, so the Interior Growth Bill continues that tradition, and it also repeals things like the waters of the U.S. So we're going to continue moving our appropriations bills. We uh, had the first three that we passed over to the Senate back in June going to conference committee. So uh, for many of our members who have never seen an appropriations conference committee report before, uh, we have three of them that went uh, to conference in June. And just to give you perspective on, on where we are with our conference, 65% uh, of our conference has never served any minority meaning 2010 and beyond, 65% of the Republican conference was elected from 2010 and beyond. Uh, that's not the same case on the Democrat side, uh, but it just shows you the perspective of what's at stake in November as well. And so at least we're seeing appropriations process move. We want to keep that going. Uh, Chairman Brady, a lot of y'all saw and tuned into uh, the news on Tuesday to watch Chairman Brady go sit down with the president. What he talked about with the president was what most people were interested in when he mentioned some health safety stuff. But um, Brady's sitting right there next to the president the whole time, and then, like everybody is covering the press conference all around the world. And then right when the president gets done, they're still waiting to say, is he going to say something else? And they cut over to Brady. Brady starts talking about tax reform 2.0. And most networks gave him probably like the first 20 seconds before they pulled away. Like, Kevin, you nailed that first <laughs> And uh, so he had, a, he had his moment, and he just nailed it. And, uh, and, and look, he's gonna, uh, the work that Chairman Brady did, and he's my roommate, so you know I, uh, I'm partial, uh, but I don't think anybody can underscore just how important it was what we did, what HR2, Kevin's bill uh, to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act has done to get this economy moving. I mean, it's unbelievable how quickly it's worked. I mean, we were all confident it was going to work, but nobody knew how long it was gonna to take to see this economy that literally for eight years had gotten used to anemic growth every single quarter, less than 2% growth, and people thought that was just the way it was gonna be. And fortunately, we're seeing that we have a robust economy still, but it had been stifled, and people were sitting on capital. Nobody was hiring because of what was going on in Washington. If you just get Washington out of the way, the regulatory relief we've done, uh, can't overstate how important that's been to at least put certainty back in an economy that you can invest and not worry that if you make an investment, some crazy regulation was going to come out the next week that would undermine anything you were trying to do in America. And so having stability in regulations and then coming on top of it with a tax code that's competitive with the rest of the world and in fact, better than the rest of the world. We didn't want to just go to the average. We were at 35, the world average was 23%. Uh, when we passed the bill, we said, we kept ratcheting and kept ratcheting until we got below, we got to 21%. We in the House made it effective immediately when we went to conference, we won that part of the argument and then in just literally within hours of us passing the bill, before it was signed in the law, you saw company after company start to announce that they're gonna get pay raises and bonuses to their workers hiring. Uh, today, you see the numbers, there are more job openings than there are people looking for work. That just doesn't happen in America. That's how well this is working. We want to keep that going. So Tax Cuts 2.0 is something that Chairman Brady and his committee are working. We want to make all the tax cuts permanent, but because of the bird rule in the Senate, we couldn't make everything permanent. So there were some that were temporary on the personal side primarily. 
And on the corporate side, those were made permanent. We want to make all of them permanent. And so we're going to bring that bill to the floor. I would expect everybody, now that they see how well it's working, Republican and Democrat, to vote yes on that bill. I'll only be with the Republican side of the aisle. <laughs> Should be an easy job. Um, it's going to be uh, a... <laughs> we got a yes already, our first yes. Um, thank you, Jim. But um, it, it's, like, it, it's an exciting time. I really, uh, I'm really excited about where we're going. Uh, even though we got a tough election cycle facing us in November, we've got a great story to tell. We've got to keep telling the story. The economy, I think, is going to keep getting better. So uh, with that, why don't we open up to questions? Okay. Very good. Thank you.